I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, February 7th. A woman who was struck and killed by a commuter rail train in Quincy yesterday intentionally stepped out in front of the train. MBTA police say an adult female stepped in front of an outbound commuter rail line train at the Quincy Center Station just after 1 p.m. The unidentified woman was taken to South Shore Hospital where she was pronounced dead. Foul play is not suspected. Police are not releasing the woman's name. However, she was believed to be in her early 20s. Proposal for a new condo complex on Independence Avenue in Quincy has been postponed until the March 26th Zoning Board of Appeals meeting. The applicants yesterday requested the postponement as they worked to redesign the plan based on neighbor concerns about traffic and parking. The initial plan is for a four-story, nine-unit condo complex with 23 parking spaces at the site of the Auto Tech facility. Some neighbors, including Marianne Peak, superintendent of the Adams National Historical Park, worry that the project will generate too much traffic and create parking problems for people trying to visit the nearby Adams birthplaces. The applicants say they are reworking the plan to address the concerns. The zoning board agreed to postpone the hearing until March 26th. The Healy-Driscoll administration yesterday announcing $5 million in awards to 321 Massachusetts fire departments, including Quincy's, through the state's Firefighter Safety Equipment Grant Program. Fire departments across Massachusetts were invited to apply for the program which provides reimbursement on purchases of 135 different types of eligible equipment, including hoses and nozzles, turnout gear, ballistic protective equipment, gear washers and dryers, thermal imaging cameras, hand tools, extrication equipment, and communications resources, and many more. In many cases, the equipment will help departments attain compliance with OSHA, or NFPA safety standards. This is the fourth year that the funding's been awarded through the program. Quincy has secured an almost $50,000 grant. Oh, it's been one year since a 10-alarm fire forced the closure of Brockton Hospital, and officials say it's still not fully open. Hospital officials are planning a phased opening this year, starting with outpatient services such as labs and radiology Signature Healthcare is currently operating two urgent care centers, one at the site of the still-closed hospital, the other in East Bridgewater, and have sent surgeons and registered nurses to area hospitals. But for emergency services and inpatient stays, the city of Brockton's directing its residents to South Shore Hospital in Weymouth and Good Samaritan Medical Center in Brockton. Those are the only two acute care hospitals with emergency rooms in the region. Nearby Norwood Hospital closed in 2020 due to flash flooding and won't reopen until next year. Quincy Hospital, of course, shuttered in 2020. Compass Medical, a chain serving Quincy, Braintree, Easton, East Bridgewater, Middleborough, and Taunton shut down suddenly last year. Both closures have left the South Shore with a big hole to fill. Jason Tracy, chief medical officer at South Shore Hospital, says the closures of the past few years have all affected the hospital. He says in the past two months, South Shore has treated up to 360 patients a day in the emergency room. Five years ago, he says that would have been under 270. The driver accused of crashing his car into an Apple store in Hingham 
In November of 2022, killing one person and injuring 19 others will be released from jail. 53-year-old Bradley Ryan of Hingham was arrested and charged after his 2019 Toyota 4Runner ended up inside the Derby Street Shop store. He pleaded not guilty to several charges, including murder. Ryan was released in December of 2022 on $100,000 bail. The stipulation that he wear a GPS tracking device a year later, he ended up back in court after he let the battery of the device die. DA's office says Ryan then didn't answer phone calls from his case manager or answer the door when police conducted a welfare check. The incident came just months after Ryan was arrested for also letting the GPS bracelet die back in September. While Ryan was in court, a doctor testified she had concerns that the 53-year-old's not currently mentally competent as he seemed confused and disoriented during her assessment of him. The judge ruled that Ryan be held without bail and evaluated for 20 days at a state health facility. The court ruled this past Monday Ryan can return home and ordered he keep his GPS bracelet charged and be screened for alcohol use while he awaits trial. Joel Rogers, a state trooper allegedly involved in a commercial driver's license application bribery scheme, Retired yesterday and was uh, dishonorably discharged. 54-year-old Rogers of Bridgewater was suspended without pay after he and five others were charged by the U.S. Attorney's Office with giving several drivers those licenses in exchange for gifts or services. 58-year-old Gary Cedar Quist of Stoughton, who was the sergeant in charge of the unit that gave the skills tests to drivers, was also charged in the scheme and retired last week with a dishonorable discharge. Retired state police members Calvin Butner of Halifax and Perry Mendez of Wareham and two civilians were also charged. Federal prosecutors said more than two dozen drivers got CDLs since August of 2018 without taking or passing the exam. The state retirement board will determine if the retired troopers are still eligible for a pension. With the annual sea turtle cold stunning season coming to a close in mid-January, there are still dozens of turtles who are in critical condition at the Aquarium Sea Turtle Hospital at the Quincy Shipyard. Cold stunning occurs when turtles become stranded in waters that are too cold for them, which often happens in fall and early winter in Cape Cod Bay. Wildlife officials say they treated almost 400 live sea turtles but 53 of them required longer-term treatment for life-threatening medical conditions. Turtles will spend several months undergoing treatment for pneumonia, sepsis, bone infection, dehydration, as a result of becoming unable to regulate their body temperatures in the cold waters of Cape Cod Bay. Aquarium staff has a tradition of naming the turtles who receive months-long care, and the theme this year for the names is Flowers. The group includes Kemp's Ridley Sea Turtles, Rose, Peony, and Marigold. Several loggerhead sea turtles are being cared for, including water lily, dogwood, and bird of paradise. Individual treatment plans are created for each turtle. This year, wildlife officials transported 303 turtles from cold-shocked waters. The aquarium plans to release the majority of its rehabilitated turtles, off the Cape into Nantucket Sound, once the water temperature is warm enough this summer, turtles that are ready to return to the ocean sooner may be transported further south for release in the spring.
A check on business news. Stocks are higher. The Dow rose 141 points. NASDAQ and S&P both rose 11. Asian stocks are higher. Currencies are up. And oil at $73 a barrel. Sports Bruins lose to Calgary 4-1. They host Vancouver tomorrow night at 7. Tonight at the Garden, Celtics host Atlanta at 7.30. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Partly cloudy today, high 39. Clear 23 tonight. Sunny tomorrow, 44. Partly cloudy Friday, high near 50. Saturday, partly cloudy, high near 60. Marine forecast calling for two-foot waves. North wind 5 to 10 knots. High tide 841 a.m. Sunrise 651. Set at 5.05. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update, Wednesday, February 7th.